welcome to Arrive Without Travelling, the podcast for Beatles fans. I'm Phil Salter, Beatles fan and radio presenter. I'm Steve Bradley, the creator and founder of ArriveWithoutTravelling.com, the website and blog for Beatles fans. And today, Steve, we are looking at Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, Phil. We're uh, going to get in a festive mood, aren't we, and uh, listen to the Beatles' Christmas records. Yeah, a little bit early, but, you know, you can never have too much Beatles, and certainly Christmas time. This is weird. What we're going to play is and listen to is the Beatles' Christmas records. From the original vinyl records. Well, we're listening from vinyl. Let's let's be honest. These aren't the originals. These Sorry, are the, no. <laughs> these are the the re-released box set that came out a couple of years ago, but uh, taken from the original singles. So sort of, yeah. Because they originally came out on Flexi Records, didn't they, for the members of the fan club? They did, and we'll we'll talk about that, and we'll talk about how many were sent out and the condition of them, the, the price of them, how much they're worth. They're worth silly money these days, aren't they? Have you actually got any Flexi discs? No, I don't have any of the original ones. I think you've got some, have you? No, I haven't got. Oh, any. Right. I don't know. It's something I never bothered collecting because of the condition the quality yeah. and also at a, a record fair many years ago i picked up a bootleg or a counterfeit copy of the american version of the album i thought that was good enough for me yeah so the cd versions out there which have been cleaned up and then these are really nice this box set that came out as i said a couple of years ago all the beatles singles on proper vinyl now so this is a, an official uh, apple release isn't it from a couple of years ago it is and they're all on colored vinyl and on proper vinyl so it's not they're not, not, flexi. not flexi vinyl they're yeah not, they're, yeah which is great because some of them are warped, <laughs> which is marvellous. But that's, that's the condition of records these days, isn't it? Brand new. And I think what we've said just before we started this was there's going to be a lot of people that have never heard these. They're not so well known, are they? I think it's no. devoted fans and diehard fans will be familiar with them, but a lot of people probably won't know them, and particularly people overseas may be less likely to have heard them. Yeah, and I mean, people... I mean, you and I just said, we, we've heard them slightly, but as they got older, you know, the, the later ones, we know less than the early ones, don't we? So we all know this is John speaking with his voice and all that kind of stuff. And uh, I know the Kenny Everett one because somebody had that in 1968 when I was only a young child, and so I know that one quite well. It's quite silly as well. I think it's great because they, they sort of tell the story of the group, don't they? The early ones are the way we think of the Beatles in 63 and 64 and how they were in A Hard Day's Night. But the later ones show the evolution of them as people and as a band in the way that they were recording different music in the late 60s and so on. So it sort of tells the story of the group within and, the Flexi Records. And it does also sort of say how they were, they were sort of... You could see they were breaking up because they weren't bothered to make them themselves. And the last two were produced and put together by Kenny Everett. Yes, yeah, and recorded separately. But we'll come on to these details yeah. perhaps uh, a little later. So we'll start at 1963, which was the first one. And this was Tony Barrow's idea, I think, wasn't it? Barrow had the idea. Um, he thought it would be a good idea for the band to reach out to all of their fan club members and send them a thank you message for their support during the year with buying records and going to gigs and so on. Uh, and he wrote a script for them which, of course, they read in the studio and recorded, and they tried to get a bit of their own personality across. And there were 30,000 members of the fan club in those days. So they, so they obviously pressed up 30,000 copies of this disc and sent them out, I think, November, December, didn't they? It was a yeah. Christmas, Christmas gift. And here's our Christmas gift to you, The Beatles, 1963. Good King Wesley's last lookout On the feast of Stephen as the slow ray round about Deep and crisp and crispy Brightly showed the boot last night On the musty cruel Henry Hall and David Lloyd Betty Grable too Hello, this is John speaking with his voice We're all very happy to be able to talk to you like this On this little bit of plastic this record reaches you at the end of a really gay year for us, and it's all due to you. 
When we made our first record on Parlophone towards the end of 1962, we hoped everybody would like what we'd already been our type of music for several years already. But we had no idea of all the gear things in store for us. It all happened really when Please Please Me became a number one hit and after that, well, Court of Blimey's Heather No. Our biggest thrill of the year, well, I suppose it must have been topping the bill at the London Palladium and then only a couple of days later being invited to take part in the Royal Variety Show. <laughs> this time last year we were all dead chuffed because Love Me Do got into the top 20 and we can't believe really that so many things have happened in between already. Just before I pass you over to Paul, I'd like to say thank you to all the Beatle people who have written to me during the year and everyone who sent me gifts and cards for my birthday, which I'm trying to forget, in October. I'd love to reply personally to everyone, but I just haven't enough pens. In the meantime, Gary Crimble to you, Gary Mimble to you, Gary Babel, dear Christmas, happy birthday, me too. This is Paul here. Everything that John said goes for me too, especially the bit about birthday cards and the parcels. Because all our homes and offices got stacks of mail last June. Ow! <laughs> well, it was my birthday. Anyway, we're all dead pleased by the way you've treated us in 1963. And we'll try to do everything we can to please you with the type of songs we write and record next year. Oh, yeah. Somebody asked us if we still like jelly babies. Well, we used to like them. In fact, we loved them. And we said so in one of the papers, you see. Ever since then, we've been getting them in boxes, packets and crates. Anyway, we've gone right off jelly babies, you see. But we still like peppermint creams and chocolate drops and Dolly Mitchells and all those sort of things, don't yes, we? Yes, yes, oh yes. Well, lots of people asked us what we enjoy best to sing. Concerts and television or recording. We like doing stage shows because it's, you know, it's great to hear an audience enjoying themselves. But the thing we like best, I think so anyway, is going into the recording studio. Yeah, Lovely. we enjoy that Love very that kindly. To make new records which is what we've been doing all day before we started on this special message. Well, uh, what we like to hear most is one of our songs, you know, taking shape in a recording studio, uh, one of the ones what John and I have written, and then <laughs> listening to the tapes afterwards to hear how it all worked out, you see. Well, I'm running over my time, and people are telling me to stop. Like, stop, Ringo, stop, 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 stop shouting so, those animals. I'll finish now with it. Wishing everyone happy Crimble and a Merry New Year, and especially all the ones who paid the subscription. Yeah, that's weird und Dankeschön und den Christmann even. Ja, den Christmann either schon. Yeah, that's weird, wunderschön, boy. Dankeschön. Yeah, Ringo. Hello, Ringo here. As you know, I was the last member to join the Beatles. I started to play drums in the group 1962. <laughs> I've been <laughs> a couple of other groups. Oh, just wish oh. the people wish merry, happy. Go on for Christmas. Christmas. Merry, happy new year, and folks, happy Christmas, and may, may everything you wish be granted. Singers Wenceslas, King Wenceslas. King Wenceslas. Well, good King Wenceslas, last look down on the feast of Stephen, when the snow was on the ground, deep and crisp and even. Thank you, Ringo. Thank you, Ringo. We'll phone you. I'm George Harrison. Nobody else has said anything yet about our fan club secretaries, Anne Collingham and Bettina Rose. <laughs> Not to mention Frida Kelly in Liverpool. Get out, Frida! So on behalf of us all, I'd just like to say a great big thank you to Anne, Bettina and Frida for all the hard work they've done. And we just hope you can go on pleasing you for a it's long screaming. time. Because it's your reaction to our records that really matters. And I'd just like to say... Brightly was the shone that night. Though the winter cruel, when a pork pie came inside, gathering winter cruel. Who'da, 
Arrive Without Travelling, the podcast for Beatles fans. I'll tell you what that reminds me of, Steve. I don't know if you remember, maybe as a kid, you may not remember these. Do you remember these record booths that you could go in and make your own record? No, I don't, feel. No, I've uh, obviously heard about them because the Quarrymen did one, didn't they? There was something similar. Well, yes, but you could. I mean, they, they used to have them at Bellevue and all these places. And it's the kind of thing you'd go in because you didn't know what to say. So you say, i just like to say this and that. Right. But the thing that struck me about that was... That sort of showed the youth of the Beatles. That They were just sort of tw- in the early 20s, weren't they, doing yes. that? And it's the kind of thing 20-year-olds would do, larking about. There was sure. nothing serious about that. And it's just, it's just a great snapshot of the Beatles in 1963. Well, they, they managed to get their personalities across, don't they? I thought it was funny that it's mostly John and Paul. John, of course, speaks first, because yeah. he's like the leader of the Beatles yeah. at this stage, isn't he? Then Paul's second, he goes on for quite a bit. George and Ringo only get a brief section, don't they? They sort of... They're, they're, they're the minor Beatles in the story at this stage. I, and, I like uh, George's "We'll phone you." Yeah. Yes, we'll phone you. Yeah. yeah, and Paul interrupted Ringo, didn't he? He tells him to get on with it. <laughs> Ringo's starting to say "Happy Christmas, everyone," and Paul just shuts him up and says, "You know, get on with it." So thirty thousand of those those went out. Um, fantastic! I think that's a great idea. It was just sort of supposed to be a one-off, wasn't it? As a one-off gift. Yes, I don't think they were thinking as far ahead as the following Christmas by this stage, were they? Apparently it was recorded on the 17th of October 1963 in Studio 2 of Abbey Road uh, Studios or AMI Studio. We know that studio well, don't we? Of course we, you we, we do. We do. We've, I've played the piano in that studio, but that's for another podcast. I was waiting for you to mention that. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that was something. Uh, Paul McCartney's piano, the Lady Madonna piano, yes. the Mrs Mills piano. I have played this piano. Another story for another day. It was recorded on the same session in which they recorded both sides of their fifth single, which must have been I Want to Hold Your Hand. And this boy. So, same day as I Want to Hold Your Hand and this boy, that rubbish came out. So. <laughs> I think, the, um, as we know, the, the script was written by Tony Barrow, but I get the impression the song at the end, where John sings Ringo the Red-Nosed Beetle, he starts laughing, doesn't he? That's that's improvised to me. That's a, that's a genuine laugh. That's something he's just come up with on the spot. I'm so, sure. And, and I'm, I'm nice sure. Moment. I'm sure Tony Barrow didn't script the German bit either. No, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a bit like the German bit John did in the bath in a hard day's night, isn't he? When he's yeah. talking about being hit by a submarine. Yeah, excellent. Oh, I love that bit. Yeah. So let's move on to 1964. Recorded on the 26th of October 1964 in the self same uh, studio two of Abbey Road. It was the last day of recording Beatles for Sale, and they decided to do another misreading of Tony Barrow's uh, band handwriting, <laughs> and they couldn't read it properly. So the message of thanks are rounded off with a rowdy version of Oh Can You Wish Your Father's Shirt banged out on the black keys of a piano. So we're going to hear that in a second. Have you got some info, though? Uh, well, I remember John plugs his book on this one, doesn't he? He's, um, he's promoting one of his books. He mentions the handwriting because he's struggling to read Barrow's handwriting, and I think George mentions that as well. But I, I think Barrow probably wrote it with him in the studio on the spot. It's probably written there and then as a sort of a guide for what, what they should say. And there were 60,000 of these sent out, so a lot more. 65,000 actually got sent out, so Sorry, a lot more. How many more were there the previous year? There was 30,000 wow. in the first year, so sent out 65,000. Right. Uh, we're not going to cover the American, how, how the Americans got it, because we, we haven't got all the information, and that's all covered on YouTube. You can find that. If you have a look at uh, Andrew at Parlogram Auctions, actually, he does a really good thing about the American uh, flexi-disc. So they didn't get every year, the Americans. So hopefully our American listeners will really enjoy this, a good chance for them to hear it. Should we have a listen to 1964? Yeah, go on, let's hear it. Mm-hmm. 
everybody. This is Paul, and I'd just like to thank you all for buying our records during the past year. We know you've been buying them because the sales have been very good, you see. Don't know where we'd be without you, really, though. In the army, perhaps. Oh, we hope you've enjoyed listening to the records <laughs> as much as we've enjoyed melting them. <laughs> no, 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 that's wrong. Making them. We're in number two studio at the moment at EMI, taping this little message for you. Yes, we are. So we, we are, indeed. I just thought I'd make the... This is the same studio we've used all along since the old days of Love Me Do. So many years ago, it seems, oh, doesn't it? Oh, those are the days. <laughs> well, that's about all, I think. Except <laughs> to wish you all a happy Christmas and a very new year. Now I'll pass you over to John. John? <coughs> John, John speaking. Thanks all of you who bought me book. Thank you, folks, for buying it. It was very handy. And there's another one out pretty soon, it says here. Hope you'll buy that too. It'll be the usual rubbish, but it won't cost much. You see? That's the bargain we're going to strike up. I write them in my spare time, it says here. It's been a busy year. Did you write this yourself? No. It's somebody's bad hand wrote her. It's been a busy year, Beetle Peedles. One way and another, but it's been a great year. Two. <laughs> you fans have seen to that. Page two. <laughs> Thanks a lot, folks, and a happy uh, Christmas and a merry go year. Crimble, maybe, and I hand you to George, who'll speak to you now! Thank you, John, thank you. Hi there! <laughs> I'd like to thank all of you for going to see the film. Spect a lot of you saw it more than once. I did. Did you? So did I. Thanks anyway, because it makes us very pleased, you know. We had a quiet time making it. <laughs> Actually, we didn't. We had a great time making it, and we're glad it turned out okay. The next one should be completely different. We start shooting it in February. This time, it's going to be in colour. Green. It'll be a big laugh, we hope. Well, we hope. <laughs> <laughs> big laugh. <laughs> yeah, Bean it'll be a big laugh. You were Megan? <laughs> and we may see all of you soon. Hope so. Anyway, all the best in Happy New Year and a Happy Christmas. And here's Ringo. Thanks, George. Ringo, yeah? Well, the others have thanked you for the discs and John's book and for everything. For, oh, no, for enjoying the film. I'd like to thank you just for being fans. It's been a funny year, you know. One minute we're in England, next we're away. Spect you're wondering where we've been. So well, we... Beatle people, <laughs> we've been to Australia and America and New Who's dropping that? New Zealand. And Australia. And New Zealand. Is that New Zealand? <laughs> Stay so loyal. much travelling, but you've stayed loyal, haven't you? Anyway, those airport receptions knocked us out, man. Great. Dig. Well, that's about it from me. I'd just like to say all the best for Christmas and a happy new year. Can you wash it clean? Can you wash it clean? Can you wash it clean? Christmas! Happy Christmas! Happy Christmas! Happy Christmas! Arrive Without Travelling, the podcast for Beatles fans. <laughs> so, 1964, that one was uh, 45. The one before, 1963, was at 33 and a third. Different speeds. Is that to do with the running time, do you think? Well, that was the shortest one. That's the shortest right. one. That's only four minutes long. All the others were about six minutes. So. Okay. And uh, some of them were double-sided. As we get nearer, yes. later into it, they became double-sided. Yeah, so 1964. Mad, isn't it? That was a lot of fun, that one, wasn't it? Yeah, we I enjoyed, enjoyed that. that one. Yeah, I really like My favourite line in that, the, the, next one, the next one will be in colour, and John shouts out... Green. Fabulous, <laughs> brilliant stuff. Yeah. 
Did you notice when Ringo talked about the tours, he said we've been to Australia and New Zealand, he didn't mention the countries the Beatles had been to without him. Right. Because, of course, they went to Holland and Denmark and Singapore with Jimmy Nickel. Right. But Ringo didn't mention those, did he? Right. I wonder if that's because he didn't go or just because... I mean, he mentioned Australia twice because he... Yes. You know. But he had other countries that the band had been to, but right. he hadn't personally. I hadn't thought of that. That's that's a very valid point. You're probably right. Yeah. yeah. Just to go back to 1963, the Beatles did a Christmas show, didn't they, at a theatre in London, um, the, the Astoria Cinema in Finsbury Park, which Brian Epstein organised a, like a variety show for several of his um, NEMS acts. And it was on for a couple of weeks every night over Christmas, where the Beatles would do some comedy sketches, like like a traditional British pantomime, uh, and some music, and they had some guests on as well, which was Billy J. Kramer and the Dakotas, Tommy Quickly, and Cilla Black. And it was very successful, wasn't it? It sold thousands of tickets weeks in advance, and all the Beatles fans turned up and uh, saw a, a brief gig from the, from the band. They dressed up in costumes and do little uh, sort of pantomime sketches, and, um, and then they did some songs at the end. Somewhere I'm just looking for a list of the songs. They did five songs from With The Beatles, Two hit singles, She Loves You and I Want to Hold Your Hand, uh, This Boy and Twist and Shout. So, uh, Probably the, the usual length of a Beatles concert, yes, to be honest. similar, yeah. yeah. And of course there was screaming throughout, nobody could hear anything, but it's, uh, it sounds like quite a lot of fun. Sadly, none of them were recorded, as far as I know, or, or filmed, were they? No, but there are some Beatles sketches around, but I think they're from later. Uh, Beatles doing Shakespeare and all that kind of thing. I think that's from 65, 66 even. That's from uh, TV though, isn't it? Yeah. Rather than a Christmas yeah. show, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know... In retrospect, really sad that this hasn't been filmed, but who knew at the time? Yes. You know, yeah. so much. I mean, even the original tapes for these discs were ditched. They don't exist. They're, all yes. these records have actually been copied. A lot of them, I think, were copied from Frida Kelly's own personal personal vinyl. Right, right. Her, her own personal flexi discs. Because yeah. uh, she was mentioned in the 63 disc, wasn't she, where they, they called her good, good old, old Frida. Frida. Yeah. Do you hear they also mentioned the, the fan club secretaries, Anne Collingham and Bettina Rose? Yes. Do you know what was unusual about them? Um... I don't think they existed. They didn't exist, yes. yes. They, they were names made up by Tony Barrow. That's it would right. apply to anyone who was helping run the fan club at any one time. Yeah. Frida, of course, was real. Tony Barrow sort of invented the name Anne Collingham to represent several workers in, in the local Whoever offices. It might be. Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, he, he, was, he was a great asset to the Beatles, Tony Barrow. And yes. uh, I've got an interview with him, which we're going to broadcast on another of our podcasts where we look back at some yeah. of the interviews we've got from Beatle people over the years. Yeah, I used to correspond with him years ago. He had some great stories. Nice fella. Really nice man. Should we move up to 1965, Steve? Yes. Uh, we just mentioned the 64 Christmas show as well. So they went on to do another Christmas show the following year, 1964. Uh, it was the same sort of format with comedy sketches and pantomime routines and uh, a live set. The, the guests on this one were Freddie and the Dreamers, who I'm sure you'll remember, Sounds Incorporated, and the Yardbirds, including Eric Clapton. And this was the time when uh, Clapton and Harrison sort of formed their friendship and started their friendship backstage at the 1964 Christmas show. But the Beatles got very bored of the, the pantomime routines and they, uh, they told Epstein they wouldn't do them again after this Christmas. So it was the, the last of the Beatles Christmas shows, 1964. So moving to 65, and the Beatles' third Christmas record, as it was called, recorded the 8th of November 1965. So they released them really soon after recording them, didn't they? They really didn't have a lot of time. Yes, yes, everything was so fast-paced, wasn't it? It was all a bit last-minute and a bit hurried. What's notable about this one is there's no um, script. They're not reading from a Tony Barrow script. They're just sort of making it up as they go along. Uh, I think they're maybe sort of struggling a little bit to find things to say, but uh, there's some good material in here, as we all hear. It was recorded just after they recorded uh, Think For Yourself for the Rubber Soul album. Tony Barrow mentioned on the sleeve notes, actually, that uh, it had now become a tradition uh, doing a Beatles Christmas disc, and it did. It lasted all the way through to 1969. But here we go, 1965. Trouble seems so far away 
Now it looks as though we're here to stay I believe in yesterday Don't forget, Christmas is coming. Oh, that reminds me. Let's do a Christmas record. Let's do a Christmas record. Yeah, what should we say? That's um, a good idea. Ad we've got to thank it. Yeah. Thank it. You we've can't add-lib too much, because, well, you know, you, you miss... Well, thank you, Johnny. It's been a nice to know you. Got to thank everyone for all the presents this year. Yes. And, uh, all for buying the records. Yeah, especially the chewed-up pieces of chewing gum <laughs> and the playing cards made out of knickers. On behalf of John and I... George speaking, I'd like to thank you for all the Christmas cards and presents and birthday cards and presents and everything too, as well. On behalf of George and I, I'd just like to thank you all for the Christmas present and all the rest of it. Thank you. <laughs> well, Ringo, what have we done this year? I see you haven't shaved again. <laughs> well, Ringo, what have we done this year? We've done a lot of things this year, Paul. Yes. Well, we've been away. Yeah. And like last back. year. <laughs> Hey, we've come back already. Aye, we've well, had we've a lot back. of presents sent to us for our birthdays and Christmases. Yes, we'd like to thank you. Thank, you, thank you for the presents and the cards. Thank you for the presents. Happy Christmas to your listeners, where We belong to everybody, don't you nick your new. Oh, we to the Jack McGregor pan his bunny ho. Hack your bunny Christmas with a pound of Irish stew. Thank you, John. Down in Virginia with the old black door, we got some, we got some. Down in Virginia with the old black door, we got some, we got some. For the sake of old Lang Syne, for the sake of old Lang Syne, my dear, for the sake of old Lang Syne. One, one, two, or three. Well, for the sake of old Lang Syne, that reminds me, Ringo. Yes. Last year, you was here. We was here, around the same old mic, down in the studio. Same too. old guitar, same old faces. <laughs> it's the same old song, but a different meaning. Copyright, Johnny. Copyright, can't right. say that. Hey, yeah. Uh, all right, what are we going to do? What's out of copyright? Um, yeah. How Should... about we'll get the lilacs in an old brown shoe? Yeah. Yes, that's out of copyright. But, uh, Let's play a request for all the boys in B-A-O-R-E. Yeah, all right. What should we play for them? Because we got some fans in the forces. Well, know? here in Munich, it's not quite as fine as it is in London. Well, Kenneth, the weather's the raining not here. Bad. It's not very good. Oh, it's not bad over here, but some of... You know, we had a bit of rain and all that. Yeah. Stay tuned in. It's five-way link-up. If you've enjoyed this programme, tune to 29314567 megacycles. If you can't find that, drop it. She could be a quiet, be a forgot, and never brought the hand. China! Down in Vietnam, and Orleans too. And look at all those bodies. Jordan! Floating in the river. Jordan! Well. That looks as though it's about it for this well, year. Well, that should cover Israel. We certainly tried our best to... Uh, please everybody. Please everybody. If we haven't done what we could have done, we've tried. And if you haven't got yours, send Fortens in and get a free one. And seeing as we gather around the Christmas microphone here in the studio, we might as well get together with a little Christmas message for you. Which goes something like this. this. Christmas comes but once a year, but when it does, you know it's here because we've got... <laughs> <laughs>
singing. Christmas comes but once a year, but when it comes, it brings good cheer because we've got the. Christmas. Yesterday, you are. All my troubles seem so far away. Now it looks as though the hit is day. Oh, bless I believe you all on Christmas Day. Christmas Day. This Christmas year has turned out to be a big year for us. Christmas Day. One of our biggest years since we can remember. Christmas Day. And we can remember a lot of big years. Cri- take, Cri- take bugs. Christmas Day. Christmas Day. And especially those abroad and those of you in BOR 2453783. Christmas Day. There's a lot of us here, one of which a lot of you there. And the weather's perfectly all right, thank you. And don't forget, the old and the new, some folks blue and some folks green. You take no notice of them, it's an all-white policy in this group. Yesterday, all my troubles seem so far away. It looks as though the heat is staying Bless you all on Christmas Day But once a year Aye, and when it comes it brings good cheer So don't Christmas Day I'm about to buy the Christmas Day Alright, beat it there, Charlie <laughs> okay, put the red lights off. And this is Johnny Rhythm just saying good night to you all and God bless you. All right, well, uh, that's got it done then. Uh, what are we going to do now? Has he turned it off? I think he has. Have you turned it. it off, lad? Hey, Basha. And they're still the same. Turn it off, Basha. Arrive without travelling. The podcast for Beatles fans. You might have recognised a bit at the end there that was used on the Love album, as you pointed out, Steve, when we listened to that. With the Scout accents. Yeah. It's quite funny, isn't it? Yeah, Johnny, put the red light on, all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, recorded in 1965, and you can hear how irreverent they were. They may have been smoking a little bit of substance, I think. Herbal refreshment, I think, might have been involved there. Yeah, Yeah. it sounded a bit mad, didn't it? They do a, a bit of what sounds like a, a parody of Bob Dylan. It's it's a bit of a um, Barry Maguire song. Yeah, the, destruction. They were par- parodying Barry Maguire, weren't they? But yeah. there were some references to the the apop- as, as it says it. It's apocalyptic words. Oh, right. Okay. That's easy and, for you to say. Uh, yeah, and their their version of yesterday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Christmas Day. <laughs> yeah, excellent. 1965. Moving on. Yes. So uh, next on the agenda will be 1966. Yeah, absolutely. And this is a special one. This is a pantomime. Da, da, da. Oh no, it isn't. <laughs> Beat me to it. Yeah. This one had the picture cover designed by Paul. It did, and it was recorded not at EMI for the first time. This was recorded in uh, the studios of Dick James Music on Friday, November the 25th, 1966. So again, getting really late in the year, 25th, and they got it out into the fans, pressed and out to the fans before Christmas. Yep, and of course someone had to edit it, didn't they? Because there was more material on the tape than is used on the record, so someone had to edit it and collate it and put it into a... You know, meaningful sequence. But I think this was properly scripted, wasn't it? It was. It was very carefully scripted, and there were three original music pieces. Something called "Everywhere It's Christmas," 
there was something I can't even pronounce. Orowina. 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 Orowina, it says here. And uh, please don't bring your banjo back. <laughs> I know where it's been. <laughs> so we're going to have to listen to this in a moment. You've got some <clears throat> info first. I just think this is very reminiscent of the Goons, this one. The 1966 disc. It reminds me very much of the style of the Goons with the, uh, the songs and the funny voices and the funny characters coming in. And also listen out very briefly for Mal Evans making the first of a few appearances on Christmas discs. This is Beatles, the pantomime, everywhere it's Christmas. Everywhere it's Christmas, everywhere it's fun. London, Paris, oh. and New York, Tokyo, Hong Kong. Oh, everywhere it's Christmas. And I'm off to join the chart. Everywhere it's Christmas. At the end of every year. Oh, everywhere it's Christmas. At the end of every year. On the veranda is a bearded man in glasses conducting a small choir. Agnes. Ah, it's wonderful stuff. I'm standing in the entrance to the main tent. Immediately behind me, the festivities have already begun. <laughs> same time as this, in the captain's mess on board HMS Tremendous, a toast is being proposed. To Her Majesty! To Her Majesty! Podgy the Bear and Jasper were huddled around the unlit fire in the centre of the room. There are no more matches left, Podgy, said Jasper. Then buy some, Jasper, old friend said Podgy. Make a list, and afterwards we'll go to the shop and buy matches and candles and buns. 
There's no more paper to write on, Podgy. No need to worry, Jasper. You keep saying to yourself matches, and I'll keep saying candles until we reach the shop. Then we won't need to write it down. We'll remember. We'll remember the buns, Podgy. We both will, Jasper. Matches. Candles. Matches. Candles. Matches. Candles. Matches. Candles. In the long, dark corridors of Felpin Mansions, a door slams. And the shadowy figure of Count Balder appears. The Count is the eccentric son of Baron Landsberg, the inventor of the rack. He speaks. Guten Tag, meine Damen und Herren. Welcome to Felpin Mansions. Butler will show you to your rooms. Butler! Yes, sir. Tell the ladies and gentlemen to their rooms. Yes, sir. Come this way, please. Come in. May I come in? Come, come in, Count. May I? Oh, yes, come in. Ah, oh, thank you. I was wondering if you knew any of the songs from the good old days. Oh, my goodness. Yes, don't you worry on that score. Uh, I hear the Baron likes, sir. I hear the Baron likes the good old tune. Yes, I do. I count. So do I. Well, they're all melody, aren't they? No, don't you worry, I'll play him this one. He liked this one. Is it listen to this one? Please don't bring your banjo back. I know where it's been. I wasn't hardly gone a day when it became the scene. Banjos, banjos, all the time. I can't forget that tune. And if I ever see another banjo, I'm going out to buy a big balloon. Yes, everywhere it's Christmas. Everywhere it's Christmas. Everywhere it's on. London, Paris, oh. and New York, and Tokyo, Hong Kong. Oh, everywhere it's Christmas. And I'm off to join the chart. Everywhere it's Christmas. At the end of every year. Oh, everywhere it's Christmas. At the end of every year. Arrive Without Travelling, the podcast for Beatles fans. On our Christmas special podcast, looking at the work of the Beatles uh, over the Christmas period on all their flexi-discs. That was 1966. Everywhere it's Christmas. <laughs> Love that one, Phil. Really yeah, enjoyed that one. It was. I, I'm still trying to make head or tail of it. And it's hard to believe it was recorded the day after they, they first attempted Strawberry Fields Forever in November of 1966. And there was an interesting thing in the Beatles Monthly book. Uh, they said it's quite possible that for the past couple of months you have felt that the Beatles had ceased to exist. 
the Beatles are back in existence. They most certainly were, weren't they? Hurrah, yes. No one knew quite what was around the corner yet, did they, with Strawberry Fields and Penny Lane coming and then Sergeant Pepper, but... Oh, I really enjoyed that Christmas disc. They were on good form at uh, Christmas '66, weren't they? Yeah, they, and they seem to enjoy each other's company still, didn't they? They were yes. really, really enjoying it. So, yeah, great to hear that one. Uh, moving onwards, then to 1967, and the last one where they collaborated together and were in the studio together to record a Christmas disc. Yeah, this one features Mal Evans again briefly. George Martin, I think, pops up, and Victor Spinetti is also on this one. Yeah, it says on the on the uh, the sleeve was special guest appearance by the feet and voice of Victor U. Spinetti. I don't know what the U stands for. Is it Ulysses? Is that his middle name? I don't know. I'm going to have, have a look at that. Maybe it's just up. a joke. Yes. Who knows? Yeah. And John uses his uh, very, uh, is very fond of using a Scottish accent, isn't he? He does that again on this one, which he did on one of the earlier ones. So. The sleeve design on this one is by John Lennon, Ringo Starr and Julian Lennon. So the front is a collage, uh, sort of black and white uh, sepia pictures with some flowers on it. Yeah. And then the back is obviously some drawings that Julian's done at school or somewhere. Where, which right. sort of splodges of colour but look really psychedelic yeah. just, just right for the time cool, brilliant let's hear 1967's disc then certainly Into plans here he makes stage 444 arrive at BBC House. What do you want? We, we have, have been granted permission, permission, oh wise one. <gasps> Pass in peace. Christmas time is here again. An audition will be held at 10am Wednesday the 1st in the fluffy rehearsal rooms. Bring your own. Next, please. Would over here be convenient for you? Carry on. Over here. Are you 30 then? Next, please. Get one of us for your trousers. Get one of us for your hair. Sitting with me in the studio tonight is a cross-section of British youth. I'd like, first of all, to speak to you, Sir Gerald. Oh, not a bit of it. We had a job to do, Michael. Uh, yes, yes, quite. I don't think you're answering my question. Oh, let me put it this way. There was a job to be done. <laughs> Christmas time is here again. Christmas time is here again. On to the next round. <laughs> In the recent heavy fighting near Blackpool, Mrs G Evans of Solihull was gradually injured. She wants, for all the people in hospital, plenty of jam jars by the Ravelers. And here it is. Plenty of jam jars, baby. 
are you? 32. <laughs> Never. I am. Get away. I am. Well, what prize have you got your eyes on? I have. Ooh. Well, you've just won a trip to Denver and five others. Ooh. Oh, thank you. And also, wait for it, you have been elected as independent candidate for Paddington. Oh! Look after yourselves. Get one of us for your trousers. Get one of us for your hair. Theatre Hour is brought to you tonight from the arms of someone new. Hello, I'm speaking from a cold... Hello? Hello, operator? Hello, operator? I've been cut off! I've, I've been... Hello, it's an emergency! to thank you for a wonderful year. We'd like to thank you for a wonderful year. Thank you for a wonderful year. Carry, Carry on. on. Look out for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Come, in. Come in. When Christmas time is over and your bonny clay is through I'll be bristling to you. All the best from me to you. When the beastie drag on mutton to the heather in the glen, I'll be strutting out my tether to your arms once back again. Walk away, you bunny. Arrive without travelling. Uh, 1967, that, Steve, actually was recorded. Uh, the one and only time they recorded a uh, Beatles uh, Christmas single in Studio 3 of Abbey Road on the 28th of November 1967. Do you know, that they actually spent nine hours putting that together. Incredible, isn't it? They really did some proper work on that. It's bonkers, isn't it? Making more effort now, perhaps, than they were, they were in previous years. Yeah, but the last one they did make any effort for, because moving on to 68, yes. uh, we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. Have you any further info for 67? I understand there was a... It, it lapsed into a bit of bad language, the 67 recording. They had to edit out a lot of swearing, so... Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd like to get hold of that if you can. Yeah, well, I don't think that exists, because the tapes don't exist which is why yeah. we're playing all these from uh, vinyl singles the vinyl singles box that came out 2017 so already four years old that box set just to go back to the content of the 67 christmas disc i can sort of draw a line in my mind from that to magical mystery tour yes absolutely. in terms of style and feel and the way it comes across it's all a bit mad and a bit weird and a yep. bit, bit crazy and i can also draw a line from that to monty python 
Absolutely. which came it's, out. It's all the same. The Goons, uh, Monty Python. Yeah, but Python obviously was after this, yes. a year and a half or so after this. But it's uh, I'm, I'm sort of joining up the the style of the performances in, in my mind here. And I think that that's sort of what gave Kenny Everett the clue on how to go about putting the 1968 and the 1969 disc together because he edited both those. Yeah. Um, and we're going to have a listen to 68 in a second. Kenny Everett did some interviews with the group in the 1966 North American tour. They were broadcast by Radio London, and that's how they got to know Kenny Everett really well. And so that's why they gave him the, the job of putting all the uh, the Christmas record together. My favourite thing about Kenny Everett is he interviewed the Beatles in Abbey Road Studio Number no. 2 on the day I was born. Oh, did he? Yeah. All oh, right. I've got, uh, which I've got on a bootleg somewhere. So Kenny Everett, yeah, he was a genius on the uh, on the old uh, splicing and putting things together. I think he did a really good job of 1968. Yeah, good. Well, let's uh, hear that one next then. Hello, this is a big high and a sincere Merry Christmas from yours truly, Ringo Starr. Happy New Year, Happy Christmas, Happy Easter, Happy Autumn, Happy Michaelmas, everybody. Happy Christmas, everybody, to you. I'd like to wish everybody Happy Christmas this year of 1968, going on 69. Happy Christmas, Happy New Year, all the best to you from here. To wish everybody Happy Christmas, Happy New Year From there to here Happy New Year, Happy New Year Happy New Year, Happy New Year Once upon a time, there were two balloons called Jock and Yono. They were strictly in love, bound to happen in a million years. They were together, man. Unfortunate timetable, they seemed to have previous experience, which kept calling them one way or another. You know how it is. But they battled on against overwhelming oddities, including some of their beast friends. Being in love, they clung together even more, man, but some of the poisonous monster of outdated busload of throwers did stick slightly, and they occasionally had to resort to the dry cleaners. Luckily, this did not kill them, and they weren't banned from the Olympic Games. They lived hopefully ever after, and who could blame them? <laughs> Well, here we are again, another fab Christmas. Christmas time is here again. Ain't been round since last year. And we'd like to take this opportunity all the way from America to 
say happy Christmas to you, our faithful, beloved fans all over the world who have made our life worth living. And over here I have Mr. Malcolm Evans, who's through thick and thin, would surely like to say a word of greeting at this festive occasion. Merry Christmas, children, everywhere. Good evening. Hello, me dear. I didn't know you were coming. I'm not surprised. Well, I am. Certainly am. I would have thought so myself. Well, if you ask me, I think it's insane. Occasionally. Yes, me too. Twice a week sometimes. Fourteen and six. Nineteen and five for safety, if you don't mind. Yes, sir. Don't you say yes to me. I'm telling you. It's a private line, you know. Private line? I've been on this line for two years! <clears throat> and that's where it stops, because it's in two parts, this one, Steve. It's uh, Is it the only one, I think, where you have to turn the disc over halfway through? No, this one and the next one. Oh, OK. This, this is why I've gone distance. I'm turning it over as we speak. And here comes the B-side of no. the 68 Christmas record. <clears throat> well, it's my proud pleasure tonight to introduce one of the most versatile performers in our career and he's come all the way from Stokely Carmichael's on sea. And I hope you're going to like him. Let's give him a big hand. Happy New Year, Happy Christmas, Happy Easter, Happy Autumn, Happy Michaelmas, everybody. Happy Christmas, everybody to you. Once upon a pool table, there limped a short-haired butcher's boy by the way of Ostergrad. It comes in sentence cesspool out of a airport. Her father was in a long story cut short in the middle of his life sentence. We're indebted to the colloquial office for its immediate disposal of Ronowitz, including, I might add, Hock Vitelliver Tutem. On the other hand, bag, I mean to say, L'Amore nous sommes toujours realistically speaking, for this film is about an hourglass houseboat. The full meaning of Winchester Cathedral defies description. Their loss was our Gainsborough nil. The sound of a manservantile, defectively lasting bard up in a love busy Gary Dale time. How close can you get his bag in every underly council originally a bad baffling court? We have a special guest here this evening, Mr. Tiny Tim. I'd like to ask him to say a few words. Oh, hello to you nice Beatles. Uh, it's so wonderful and what a thrill it is talking here. Uh, in Mr. Harrison's presence, Mr. Weiss's presence, and all his nice, wonderful friends. And the thing is, I just want to say Merry Christmas to you all, <laughs> and uh, a Happy New Year. <laughs> oh. Thank you, Tony. Right. Would you like to sing us a little song? Oh, I love Mr. Harrison. Here's a song I did in 1966 in front of Miss Jill for the first time. And I did this in Albert Hall, and what a thrill it was uh, to do this then. And now, exactly I did it then. Here's a Ooh. real nowhere man living in his nowhere land, making all his nowhere plans. Nobody has in Isn't he a bit like 
God bless you, Tommy. God bless you. The longest of all the Beatles' uh, Christmas singles, that's 1968. Bongers, isn't it? See, I mean, it is. I've said that a few times about them, but that is really way out there. I think it's fair to say that Tiny Tim is an acquired taste. Oh, yeah, but, you know, just one-off like that, that's okay. I couldn't listen to an album's worth. No, no, okay. <laughs> but his version of Tiptoe Through the Tulips is cracking as well. I used to love that. I think it's, well, that's his best-known song, I think, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. But that's a great version of Nowhere, man. If you just take <laughs> it for what it is, just... Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, in context, it's, uh, it's, it's okay, isn't it? And it's ukulele, of course, which George was a big fan of playing ukulele, wasn't he? Of course, yes. He was, uh, he was a member of the George Formby fan, fan club, club, wasn't he? Yeah. He, he used to go to all the, the conventions in Blackpool and everything. I wish I'd known. I'd have gone. I'd have yeah. been a member, wouldn't you? <laughs> We'd have joined for that, wouldn't Absolutely. we? Absolutely. Just one more thing about the 68 uh, Christmas disc, Phil. John obviously read that poem, Once Upon a Time, which was about him and Yoko and their relationship. But she doesn't feature on the record at all, does she? But she features quite a lot on the next one in 69, which shows something of how the, their relationship progressed, that she was... Not involved in 68, even though they were a couple by then. But on the, the following uh, year's disc, as we'll hear in a minute, um, she's on it quite a lot. Yeah, most of the material was provided by the recently married Mr and Mrs Lennon, it says here, <laughs> who'd recently moved to Tittenhurst Park. And Ringo starts mentioning his film work as well, I think, The Magic yes. Christian. So Gives that a plug, doesn't he? Yeah, so Kenny Everett put this one together as well in 1969. Now, you lads, have you just shout Happy Christmas for us into this tape? <laughs> hey? Happy Christmas? Yeah. Got one, two, three. Happy Christmas. Thank you, same to you. <laughs> Happy Christmas. Christmas John, I see that you're strolling in Asgard Garden with your wife, uh, Yoko, but, uh, well, well, uh, do you have any uh, special thoughts uh, for, for Christmas? Well, Yoko, uh, it is Christmas, and uh, my special thoughts, of course, tend towards, uh, Eating. <laughs> All right, so eating. Well, what do you like to eat? <laughs> well, I like some cornflakes uh, prepared by uh, Parisian hands. <laughs> and I'd like it blessed by Hare Krishna Mantra. Yes, have a wonderful Christmas. Have a jolly new year. Make sure that Christmas comes once again. Yes, happy new year. All the best. This is George Harrison saying happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. 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 Happy, happy. Oh, good evening to you, gentlemen. Good evening to you, gentlemen. Happy to be here. Good evening to you, gentlemen. I fear, I fear, I fear. Good evening to one and all, I hope you will enjoy The coming sports day of our life is Mama's little boy So how do you like the garden here? I think it's simply splendid. Uh, I'm overwhelmed by its sanctuary. <laughs> 
so uh, you don't mind this uh, high gates and things? I mean, the wall. The oh, I always loved the high walls. The Elizabethan high wall is something I've always loved. You see? Yes. Lady. everybody listening to this has a very happy time at Christmas and has a good fortunate lucky new year uh, and a good time to be had by all to come we've had the swinging 60s and i was wondering mrs lemon how you saw your place in the 70s i think it'll be a, a quite peaceful 70s hopefully you think there's going to be peace do you yes and freedom i see freedom of mind and everything i see really nice Everybody will just be flying around, you know. Uh, everybody will just be flying around, you see. <laughs> you understand that? Mm -hmm. yeah, the air is so crisp and all that. It's just something Deep about it. Deep and crisp and even. And it's Brightly sort of, shone uh, the moon last night. Like the a strange magic, you know, just slowing down the, the process of our thinking. Good King Wenceslas last look out on the feast of Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Christmas. It's warm. 
dear. You pass me the light and I'll stick it on the tree. Merry Christmas, 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 Merry Without Travelling, the podcast for Beatles fans. You know, the thing that just struck me, Steve, is that I ended all those Christmas discs were recorded in mono. Right, okay. The whole lot. There was no stereo at all in any of those. So all mono discs. I suppose for mostly dialogue, mono is fine, isn't it? I guess, but even the sound Talking. effects, even yeah. Kenny Everett didn't make it into stereo. The whole thing was mono. As we were just saying when we were listening to it, the thing that struck me with that one, Phil, was uh, how much Yoko was involved in it. And I said this before that she wasn't mentioned. She was mentioned on the previous years, but she didn't feature on it. But she was on this one a lot, wasn't she? It was more of a John and Yoko project than a, a Beatles it Christmas disc. Feel, yeah, it didn't feel. Yeah, it was the first one that didn't sound like a Beatles Christmas disc. And I wonder what the fans that received it in 1969 actually made of it. Yeah, because Yoko for me featured on this more than Paul or George even. Yeah, Paul only featured very slightly, didn't he, with that song at the end of part one? That song was very nice, wasn't it? That little yeah. uh, sort of charming and melodic. As we said, he could have developed that into a proper song. I think uh, it was a nice little idea. And I heard hints of I've got a feeling somewhere at the end of part one of that right. as well so all interesting stuff the things that were developing it, it makes it very interesting to have a listen to yeah. but that's it 1970 the gift to all the fans was a proper vinyl version uh, of the LP so America and Britain both got a copy with different covers so the cover in uh, America was a collage of the Beatles faces sort of a bit like Hard Day's Night yeah like rows of black and white portrait photos yeah yep. and the British one was an uh, enlarged version of the very first Beatles the 63 the 63 single. disc yep uh, and that's it that's the Beatles Christmas singles I hope you enjoyed it I've enjoyed listening to them it's the first time I've listened to them with somebody so yes it was good. I enjoyed that. Yeah, it was good fun. Um, and as I, say, like I said at the start, it's sort of it's like a time capsule of where they were at each year, and it plots the story of their development as a group, um, musically and as people, through the sixties. So yeah, it was good fun to follow that story. Uh, I think it needs a, a CD release that as well, though, doesn't it? I think people want that. But at, at the moment, it's only been available officially on vinyl on the box set from twenty seventeen. Yeah, which is hard to find. But you've got it, of course. Well, luckily. Luckily. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, luckily. I'm not sure that was what I was going to say, but uh, yeah, luckily we, we've got that. It's nice to listen to. And I'll bring it out once a year and have a, a spin, and back it goes on the shelf. Good. Well, I'll get some photographs of the covers, and we'll put those on the Facebook page and the website. And uh, hopefully people will enjoy listening to this at Christmas this year. Hope so. And we wish all our, our listeners to the, the podcast and the, the radio show a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. 
and we look forward to seeing you in 2022. All the best. We'll see you soon. Arrive Without Travelling was presented by Steve Bradley and Phil Salter and was produced by Phil Salter for Northern Air Productions.